Sharpless again. What <laughs> up, Taz? With the Queen of Comics herself, Miss Jin. You're in my sidekick. And uh, the adventure begins. TV show. My computer's not working. Jarek! Hey! Christ almighty. Hey, it's me. What have you guys been up to this week, huh? Since we last talked. Anything fun? My computer doesn't work. How is this possible? Well, I mean, like, my side computer doesn't work. But what have you guys been up to this week? This week has been interesting. Uh, I would say my biggest thing that I did this week was other than finish the boys. (laughs) Oh, right on. Lose my mind. Uh, Went to the movies. Ooh. Y'all. I did, too. But what did you see? Uh, Word, Grandpa. Oh, I don't even know what that is. (laughs) It's a Robert De Niro. Uh, he basically uh, gets told by his daughter that he has to move into the house because she's a little bit worried about him being unsafe. And it's very atypical because usually when you end up with these kinds of movies, there's like horrible problems in the family. The dad's portrayed as this evil dude that, you know, is just a bad influence on his own family. And I was so relieved to have it be a movie about a family that had some problems that were simple, like the father-in-law called the son-in-law the wrong name, kind of like the nickname that was kind of like ate into him a little bit. And the whole conflict in the movie is essentially that the the grandson gets displaced from his room mm-hmm. upon moves in. And then the the, the son declares war. Grandson declare, declares war on the on the granddad by sliding a note on the door saying, "This is the declaration of war." Nice. And it's it's, it's hilarious. It's kind of like uh, the same slapstick that you get from uh, Home Alone, where mm. there's like booby traps and <laughs> on marbles and playing <laughs> ball for you know. It, it, it's it's really funny because it has a bunch of other people of the similar age to Robert De Niro, including Is, Jane Seymour. Okay. And uh does Joe Pesci make a make an, a, an appearance? He seems to make an appearance at uh De Niro movies. Yeah. No, but um oh. other there's there's two other oh um oh I'm gonna be fired as a nerd for not being able to remember this name. <laughs> uh oh. He had he has a very distincting talking style. Which has lots of pauses in it, but it's not Shatner. Christopher Walken. Yes. Oh, right on. A distinctive talking style, Walken. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Well, that's cool. So, I mean, I, so I went to the movies today, and I kept seeing on the marquee, it would just say The War, and then W-I, The War something. And I saw um, there were, like, two sets of moms going in with kin- kids. So I'm like, there's a war movie? Like, what, what? I don't know what that is. But then again, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not Mark, so I don't know what's going on as far as the movies itself. But I will tell you this. Um, I was out and about today. I had a doctor's appointment, and I was killing some time beforehand. And this guy comes up to me and was like, oh, my God, you're Chaz from TV. And I was like, from TV? I'd never get that, right? And he was like, do you like movies? I'm like, yeah, I love movies. He was like, we've got these tickets. We can't use them. Can you go? And I was like, yeah, sure. So that was for today. Empire Strikes Back is in the theaters. Nice. And, I mean, to see it on the big screen with all the things was, was phenomenal. 
And uh, I didn't get the guy's name because it seems like he was in a hurry, but thank you. I mean, I don't know if you're watching this show or not. But uh, I pulled up the numbers, and as of this week, uh, it's number nine. The Empire Strikes Back at uh, $2,403. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, War with Grandpa is number one at 3620990 this week. Followed by Tenet with mm. over $2 million. Hocus Pocus to re-release. Is over a million dollars. New Mutants is still a number four somehow. I don't know why. Seven five dollars. Um, but yeah, Coco's in there. Five dollars. Huh? Did you say seven five dollars? <laughs> Only five dollars this past week. Uh, Jen went to go to the uh, the matinee showing, and uh, that's the one ticket they got from it for the entire world. Oh, seven dollars. Yeah. Sorry, Everyone's so like, man, mutants, why is this still going on? Miss Jen, you're sitting there like, man, new mutants, is this still going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this past week I've had people come into the store and they're like, hey, I saw new mutants. And I'm like, I'm sorry. We don't give refunds <laughs> here for that that movie. But they all they were on a consensus. They were like, this doesn't feel like any kind of Marvel movie whatsoever. It doesn't feel like a superhero movie. It's felt more like a horror movie without the horror. Like it was... One guy was like, it's like you're being set up for like a monster or a, a killer to come after you. Like it keeps, it's nothing but set up with no um, punchline at yeah. all. There's, there's no oh, killer. Man. So, yeah. That's not, it doesn't even sound appetizing to like sit through to begin with. Like why it's, ugh. Yeah, I don't know. But I know all like week Facebook was flooded, especially with the, all the sorority girls that I know. Is hocus pocus. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think I've seen the original once, but, you know, that's got a big cult fandom going on. So, have, are you a big Hocus Pocus fan, Miss Jen? I I am not. But I did have a question for you. Was uh, this your first time to see Empire Strikes Back on the big screen? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, did, it was cool. Like your love of it, any? Did, did, it change, did it help you understand the rest of us old people that love it so much? <laughs> No, I mean, I love, like, when when I think of, like, the trilogy, the trilogy is, you know, the original Star Wars trilogy. And it's funny because some of these, I was, this kid was in the shop the other day talking about how he watched, I watched the first Star Wars movies, the first three, and I'm like, cool, I know, right? Luke Skywalker, they're like, no, Anakin. And they're like, that is not the first three. <laughs> you get out of my store now, kid. <laughs> But so I've always loved those. I mean, those were great. But seeing it, like, seeing it on the big screen was just amazing. It was so cool. And it almost seemed as though, like, scenes were happening. And I know I'd seen them before, but they just, they looked brand new because it was just brighter and bigger. And just, you could hear, like, all the stuff you were meant to hear in it as well. Yep. Where I'm like, that doesn't sound familiar. Well, it's because you're playing it on a, a crappy TV. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was awesome. It was so cool. And if they release the other ones, man, I'm totally going. Yeah, I know what you're talking about too, because there's some stuff that happens like when he's in the Wampa cave and you hear the Wampa screaming behind you. That doesn't yeah. happen really, unless you have a really awesome sound system, I guess. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And like when they're in Cloud City, just all the commotion that's going on, like even when, uh, you know, they're freezing Han, like you just hear all this little stuff that's going on. Yep. Or, you know, when um, all the Darth Vader scenes and he's like killing people in pretty much every scene. 
but you hear all the goings ons of like the computers and and whatnot. It was cool, man. I really really liked it. That was cool. That was definitely one. If you can catch it in the theaters, you watch it in theaters. It's um, yeah, you're right. All the it's it's all the small things that you don't. Oh, all the small things. Um, you <laughs> don't think about because yeah, because I'd say you're playing in your crappy um at home entertainment center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. It was kind of cool too because they were doing a whole bunch of like old stuff. They were like, um, like ET was being played, Jaws being played. Like there was just this long list of awesomeness. I'm like, and those are some classic movies that you have to see on the on the big screen. So. See, there's a movie theater back in my old um, my old town I was living in, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Um, that around once October hit, they had like a weekly kind of deal where it's a new like a uh, classic horror like classic 80s horror movie being played and right. refilmed and really re- redone in the theater and so uh you know uh friday the 13th was on there nightmare was on there and then they played uh they went back a little bit further with ex with the exorcist and that's when i'm like oh i wonder what that's like on the big screen me and like four that oh. is one where it's like oh oh uh, it's even better in big screen than it is on your little tv oh uh. And I did see The Exorcist uh, years back, and they had uh, they did some kind of re-release, and I saw it on the big screen, and it was great. And I've seen that movie a, a thousand times over. And the only time I jumped was was so they're in like the priest's room, and oh. it takes forever for the camera to like get to him. They're like showing every nook and cranny of his room, and it's totally quiet. And you're like, God, just get to him already. And like he's at the desk, I think. And as soon as it gets to him, like the phone rang so loud. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's the only jump scare I had was from a telephone. I was. Uh, it was great. Yeah. For a, for a class, we were watching. Um, I love those moments, especially when you know something's happening. Um, we were watching uh, Alien. And like, I was, I swear, besides myself, the teacher, maybe one or two people in a group of like 20, I, we were the only ones who knew about the jump scare and the, in the vents. When uh, Dallas is up there, about to get eaten. And yeah. so the entire time, all this stuff is happening. And so you can just feel the tension in the room as everyone's like, oh, my God, it's right there. What's going to happen? I don't know. And it just goes away. And it's like, oh, cool. The flashlight goes off. He turns it off. And there it is. Oh, my God. I love it. It is great being in a room full of, like, young adults as they're all panicking. As this alien's right there ready to swoop down on the guy. Oh, <laughs> man. I love this time of year. Halloween's great. Good. I, I, that'd be cool. If, uh, I know, like, the theater I went to, I went to, I went to the Grand, and they were showing, like, um, a Nightmare nightmare Before Christmas. And... Okay, Nightmare Before Christmas, Halloween or Christmas movie? Well, it's, it's just before Christmas, so it's a Halloween movie. I know. I know people who, who, like, adamantly describe it as a Christmas movie. I'm like, no, no, you're wrong. It's the Halloween before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just what I'm going for. So um, let's see if you guys are watching any. These are the trending shows on television right now. Um, on television. Whatever. Um, let's see. <sighs> Raised by Wolves. Never heard of it, but it's on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, I've been hearing a lot about this show, especially from family members. Yellowstone. Are you guys watching Yellowstone at all? No. Oh. Yellowstone is on Peacock, um, Paramount, and... We had like a big family thing here recently, and like apparently everybody is watching it. Apparently, I, I guess since it doesn't have uh, you know somebody dressed up in a costume, I'm not watching it. 
But apparently it's very well written, and it's awesome. I think Kevin Costner's in it. Oh. No. Okay. I don't think he's dancing with wolves. Yeah. But that's cool. Uh, Emily in Paris, Netflix. Park and Recreation is at number five. Yeah. So I, we're just screaming that like nobody's business. Parks and Rides. Uh, right. And number four, it's uh, Shit's Creek. Oh. I don't know how that's at number four. I figured that'd be in number one this this week. Honestly, with season four dropping on Netflix, yeah, that should easily be number one, not number four. Yeah, you would think so, but apparently not, according to um, realgood.com. Shit's Creek, great show. I've been watching it since day one. I've been re-watching it. It's hilarious. You've got a great cast. Yeah. And they're all, you know, they, they've all worked together, or the, uh, a lot of them have worked together in several films with uh, Christopher Guest movies. Yep. Um, anyway, it's the last season. It's it's awesome. Have you seen the show, Jen? I have not. I keep on seeing, like, the pushes for it. I just can't mm-hmm. fit it in my schedule. You should find a way to fit it in your schedule. It is worth it. That is one of that is honestly one of the funniest modern comedies I've seen in forever. And then um, David and Eugene, uh, Daniel, Daniel and Eugene Levy, um, they're freaking amazing in it. They do a great job writing and producing this thing. Definitely worth checking out. Yeah, it's just a feel good comedy. It's awesome. And Eugene Levy, so he's always just playing that Eugene Levy character. Like every time <laughs> I see him, he's he's the same character he was in Splash. You know, where he's just like this awkward, just nerdy <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, he's, do my hands in levy faces that he makes up yeah David uh, uh, <laughs> this is Eugene levy voice oh god I love Eugene levy yeah so so that's at number three apparently uh number two is Fargo yep the new season for that just released uh I think two weeks ago that makes sense and then the new season for South Park released and that's at number one as of right now which I guess, yeah. I mean, dude, that's got a that's got fans all over the place. And new season released, and it's South Park. They're always number one. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm definitely watching those. But uh, yeah, man. So those are the shows this week. <laughs> those are your top shows. Walking Dead: World Beyond is way down there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I saw a trailer for that. I'm like, oh. Mm. Even The Walking Dead's pretty low. Can they just kill that series on TV at this point? Like, all of it. Like, I, I enjoy it. would just come back in syndication. Yeah. <laughs> and I, um, like, I didn't. <laughs> what was the first of the spinoffs for Falling Dead? It was. Um, Fear was the Walking Was that? Fear of the Walking Dead. Yes. That one I actually enjoyed where it was going. I like kind of seeing the build up to everything. But then it got really weird out, out of nowhere. And it's like, okay, cool. Nope, never mind. Nah. And then <laughs> this new one, I saw a trailer for it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a hard pass for me. This is not like interesting at all. Nope. Do, what's, um, I don't know. How did the Walking Dead comic book do at Space Cadets? Did it sell pretty good? With the new deluxe one, the colored one? or Yeah. Just... Yeah, the new deluxe one. I thought it did fairly well. We'll see what happens with number two, whether those numbers just dive and people will say, you know what, take that off my pole. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, we'll see them in color. See, I thought that, I mean, I I thought at first I was like, oh, it's a cash grab. But then again, I thought it was actually pretty cool too because 
I I didn't I didn't jump on that Walking Dead bandwagon until obviously the show came out. I don't even think I was aware of the comic book to tell you the truth. But then by that time, there were so many comics that to try to get any of the you know the earlier issues was just ridiculous. Yeah, and you know I would walk in and look for a trade, but they would always be out at like one or two, and I'm like, eh, you know I don't want to order it. But um, I don't know. So I was pretty excited about uh, number one because now I get to, I don't know. And plus, it's in color. I like I like I like my comics in color. That's just me. I kind of agree with what you were saying earlier when we first got the news of this. I kind of wish the cover was in black and white. Well, oh. it wasn't color. I think that would have been great. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. That would actually be a pretty, pretty good idea. Right? Pretty good idea. Go full reverse on it. Right? The, the craziest thing that I ever had to deal with for that book specifically is, you know, when the move, when the shows came out, I would hear about par- parents that would let their kids that were younger watch the show. Huh. Five-year-olds walking in saying they were watching The Walking Dead. Heads, yeah, heads. Both. But I would have parents come in and say, I would need to get the books for my, my kids. And I'd be like, I, I want you to stand here and look through it first. Because yeah. it's much more graphic and much more brutal than the, the show is. I just want you to know what you're getting into. Yeah. There are rape and <laughs> other things you're subjecting your child to, which is fine if you think they're up for it. But I don't want you to come back to me, but like, how dare you? Yeah, I want yeah, I want you to be the one making the conscious choice after walking through and looking at this thing before you bought it. So there's absolutely nothing that come back to me being it was my job to tell you about this. Like, ugh. yeah, how dare you let me buy this comic? That is ridiculous. You should tell me no because you know America. Yeah. Oh, somebody's always blaming somebody. Doesn't too good with adults. <laughs> <laughs> So what do we got going on this week? Okay, so we covered TV, we covered movies. What else did we do on this show? Well, okay, so some fun stuff going along. We got like elections start tomorrow, so uh, I someone that that put together an impromptu parade. Yeah, the, yeah. They it was like a I think it was a pro Trump parade, but anyway, it was fun because they just like put it put stuff all over their cars and drove through <laughs> with them honking their horns, which is like hey. This is America. I like this that people get out there and show their support for whoever they're going to vote for. I like it. Yeah, we had I, I saw something similar over here on Fortune eighty eight like a couple days ago, where it was like ten trucks all with big old flags with their red, white, and blue and blaring music driving through Fortune eighty eight. It's like, oh, I mean, I for one don't agree with what you're doing, but I also agree that you should be able to do this. So proud on you, bud, America. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, yeah, because election time, you've got a whole bunch of people posting on social media and all that jazz, and tell you the truth, man, I just kind of blow past it, whatever. I don't like being an adult. I don't like it. But so I had a friend of mine, she posted, she bought this new truck and whatnot, and she posted a couple of pictures of the truck, and then she's a big Trump supporter, and usually, again, I usually just bypass it, and I don't like, but... uh so she's showing the, the Trump flag and all that jazz. But she's got ones where she's holding the flag kind of behind her. And it shows her, it like, I mean, she's covered, but she's showing her butt. And <laughs> so, of course, I like the picture because it was a nice booty. And I had the caption <laughs> because, because she was, you know, she, you know, presidential elections and whatnot. So I captioned, that's America's ass. <laughs> so okay. I guess 
<laughs> you could take that in two different ways if you wanted. <laughs> but it, it was a nice butt, and that's my only political uh, country. <laughs> that's the only time I contributed to uh, politics this week. <laughs> so. I just hope and goes and. I mean, I I'm a very like I'm never mad at somebody else for whatever they choose for for politics as long as they actually do something. <laughs> I'm right. Yeah. That don't do anything but then complain. Yeah. That's very true. It's like, did you vote? No. And then what are you doing? You don't have the right to complain if you didn't vote at all. Just go vote so you can be as sassy as you want immediately afterwards. Please do. Right. And that's your right. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Hey, you guys doing anything uh, Halloween y? For you at the Space Cadets, you guys do anything? You guys do anything fun for Halloween? We usually decorate for Dia de los Muertos, mm. and um, I think last year we did like a sugar skull competition. But I just don't know what to do this year. I feel like to me a lot of people that are up for such things. I'm kind of mindful for people's pocketbooks right now, right? <clears throat> As we've started to see people, you know, have to message in and say, "Yeah, we're getting laid off," so we have to be more mindful of how much we have in our pull box, those kinds of things. It's going to be an interesting season. I know we'll be fine. We'll make it through it, and uh, everyone maybe will be in different careers or find something they like to do better. Yeah. But, uh, it, I think it's going to be kind of... We're going to have to be super kind to people and understanding because that's the way it's going to roll out. Yeah. I kind of remember like this time last year being a little slower. I mean, it is that pre-holiday season, so I, I, I get it. But like this year, just with everything else going on, it's amazing how how much slower it is comparably. I think mm -hmm. you're it's it's I don't know. It's, I think it's gonna be a weird holiday season this year just because of I don't know. It just it's yeah. How, how people with pocketbooks, people being laid off still. Like the uh, the eviction crisis that people keep talking about, I guess, is still looming on the horizon right before the holidays. That's gonna be interesting. I don't know. It's gonna be. I'm worried. I don't know specifically is okay. So you have Target and Walmart are kind of the only players right now for toys. Yeah. And maybe a little bit Barnes and Noble, but um, I, I go in their places and I see that their racks are really empty. So I don't know if that's a choice or if they're just so busy, they can't get them stocked like they should. Yeah. But either way, I, I just wonder for us, like you, 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 your store and our store, whether we'll find ourselves, extra busy because people don't have other choices to because no one's going to skimp for their kids right yeah they may adults might not give each other presents this year but kids are going to get presents so i wonder if we'll see that if people will come in looking for something something good for the kiddos yeah it seems like at least on the internet and whatnot is um you know, you have a new toy that's released and you have those those people who just buy them all up and then they turn around and they sell them on on the internet and all that jazz. I wonder if that has a lot to do with it too. Yeah, I, I, I wonder what, how much is, I mean, just because of manufacturing slowdowns, I wonder how weirded out that schedule is for production and shipping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, and kind of almost like a reference point for us, um, at least from the, from the game side, um, Back when COVID was big in China, uh, before it came here, we had like a good solid like three or four month period before, like as they were shut down, and then all the stuff over the water that wasn't being shipped, where we were 
we were struggling to get new product in or get, or restocks a product from across the way. And so I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to run into something similar like that uh, soon. I guess I don't know that, that could be still going on. I don't I don't know. Uh, it's definitely possible. I wonder if people's choices for like toys and stuff will be different than what we've seen in historically because okay. there because there, there's not as much of that group activity play. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. That the trend might be for I don't I don't know what the specific thing might be. Like I would think that games would still be strong and then like like reading material. Yeah, you know, it seems like we get quite a few people who are coming into the store, and I'm sure you do as well, where they're they're stocking up on their board games, stocking up on their comics and their reads and things, because hey man, what are you guys doing this weekend? Do you have anything fun planned? Is one of my favorite questions to ask somebody because you know living vicariously through them is fun sometimes, yeah. depending on what they're doing. But it it seems to be that growing trend of people are still not going out, but they're stocking up. So if they're playing games, they're playing with family, household people, or maybe just casts that uh, they're just really close to. Because it seems to me that I've noticed that. If you're going out, you're having parties, you'll see it on Facebook or whatever, where, oh, we're having my, my kid's sixth birthday party, and it's just us and close family. We're not inviting everybody over, which is totally fine. Your close family is 15, 20 people. <laughs> but as long as, you ha as long as they're close, then you're fine. But if it's, oh, friends, oh, we can't hang out with friends. That's ridiculous. You can't do that. No. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. It seems weird. It seems like people are putting like these fake boundaries around, I guess, to like justify having a party. Well, it's family, so it's fine. But wait a minute, we, it, it, you're a friend, we can't do that. I don't know. Not at all. So it's a, yeah, it's a close family, but we're doing all the extended family, so that counts. Um, we're gonna have more people for that than we would if we had a normal party. So that's fine. But it's like we're family, right? We're good. We're good. Yeah. Good. Mm. Do it the park. There you go. Oh, that's a brilliant idea, actually. A brilliant idea. You tailgate in the parking lot. How about Ooh. that? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I just frisbee over burgers and things. Yo, give me a burger. Frisbee it over. Because the frisbee-ness takes away all the corona-ness. Obviously. <laughs> you throw a frisbee through the air. The, the speed that it spins actually flings all the viruses away at such a high velocity, they die on impact. So yeah. I mean, that, that works. There is definitely science there. Of course it is. Obviously. I mean. So, okay, I'm not a parent, right? And I don't have kids, and I don't ever want there to be kids, at least in the immediate future. Um, where do people... I, I, I just heard his parents cry. Did you hear right. that? Did you hear that? I, I, heard, I, I, heard a, I heard a gasp of air from, like, across the town. And I could almost feel as if there's eyes on me. But that could just be the freaky people at the window. I don't know. Um, no, it's your mom at the door right now. What did yeah. you say? What did you do? Yeah, no. Um, but, like, so where do people find out what the hot toy is for this Christmas season? Like, that always blows my mind. Because it's always something I never would have expected. From so never, was that? From kids. That's that, Okay. Because I don't know what to get my kid. And she'll be like. You know, birthday or, or, or Christmas or whatever. It's like, what do you want for Christmas? You can ask them two months in advance. You can ask them whatever. 
Yeah. Or they will just straight up tell you, hey, for my birthday, I need this because everybody's playing with it. Okay. I don't know. I'm like, I have no idea. And of course, when you try to get it, obviously you're the last one to know because now you've got to find it because yeah. you have to make this girl happy because. But at the same time, everyone's happy for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And every other family's now had this conversation of, hey, everyone's playing with this thing. I need it. Yep. God. Kids. Yeah. See, I was that kid where I'm like, no, I have to have this. My kid has been like really cool. She's really has she really hasn't been the kid who was like, I need this. Okay. Like, she's not really big into like toys, which disappoints me. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> I'm like, I want to buy toys for you. Yeah, kid. Did you did you just hear that? Yeah, you're right. He calls you a disappointment. Yeah, because you don't like toys. <laughs> No, it just, just disappoints me that I, that she doesn't like toys because I was like, man, you know. No, she, it was funny too, man, because like when she was super, super young, super little, you'd go and she loved the color pink and all that jazz. So, you know, for birthdays and Christmases, like obviously you just buy her the Barbie dolls, right? She likes dolls. So, you know, it's funny, like me, me yep. in the girl aisle with a handful of Barbie dolls. Like people are like, hey, where's security? <laughs> Like, like this dude is weird to like, get him out of here. And like, you know, for after, I mean, she re she really wasn't even into Barbies. Really, it was just like something to get her because she just never wanted anything. Yeah, she wanted to get her something, and she was little. But she was into uh, Monster High for a while, which I was like, that's my kid all day long. I was like, I'll buy Monster High dolls. All like, I bought her everything. The high school, like all the dude, she had everything. And she's like, this is too much. What are you doing? I'm like, I want you to play with it. <laughs> um after that man she's been like into like crafty stuff like mm. making bracelets and slime and like drawing and like she's like i want paper dolls and i'm like what <laughs> i was like let me, let me go back to 1950 to go get you some paper dolls <laughs> but she was like into fashion and like coming up with her own stuff and mm. so that was pretty cool and i'll tell you what man paper and colored pencils are way cheaper than toys <laughs> all day long. <laughs> all right. I've been wanting to talk to you guys about this. I just saw a picture of it, so it reminded me. So somewhere in Japan, there's a new theme park that has this life-size Godzilla head that you can, like, yes. line down into. And I want to do that so bad. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I'm, yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks terrifying. <laughs> A good job it's huge <laughs> it looks so awesome i mean you're like you're you're zippling into its mouth it is so awesome i would do it a hundred times over so many people on facebook going uh a million dollars if you do this and i'm like give me five because it's something to with zipline and son just, just send me the tip i'm there <laughs> oh yeah yeah just, yeah just pay for my trip and i would be fine and you're and then you know yeah you're coming out on top even everything else, I just just pay me for to go there and do this like twelve times. I'm fine. That's fine. It's great. It's good, man. No, that's that'll be awesome. I like oh. it because like blue lights that are in the background, so it looks like his atomic breath is getting ready to come. Oh, yeah. that's makes it more terrifying. God, that's so awesome. It would be even more scary if they figured out a way to make, like animate it in some way, like have it move at the last minute. So you're like, ah, oh. like, like it kind of clumps down. <laughs> And of course, you know, it just hits that wire and then you just go fly. <laughs> <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> I 
Godzilla. Yeah. And all I got was this stupid gravestone, headstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Were you guys big uh, amusement park kids growing up? No. I would have been more if there was one closer by, but um, my husband grew up in Houston, and he lived close enough to Astroworld that he they just went there every day. Oh yeah, I was the same way. It was like it was two minutes away from my grandparents' house. We had okay. season passes. We would go every single day. Mm. I loved it. Or office school, do your homework, go to Astroworld. <laughs> well, really, uh, like summer times, so we just spent like several weeks with them. And, you know, they would just take us to uh, Astroworld. My aunt worked there for a very short period of time. So I, I go to Astroworld. I'm by myself, whatnot. I'm like a, I don't know, 12, 13, something like that. And uh, I'm supposed to get with her so she could take me back to my grandmother's house. Well, she's working Grease Lightning. Grease Lightning is a ride. You know, you know all about Grease Lightning? Uh-huh. Like, sit in the center, and it, it goes forward and halfway up. And then it goes reverse and then hits a loop and then halfway up and it stops. And then it does that a couple of times and then you're done. It was, it was great. So she's working Grease Lightning. She's got some stuff to do. And she's like, hey, well, you want to ride? I mean, it's the park's closed. Sure. So she puts me on this ride and I'm just going. And no joke, I'm going for like 20 minutes. Like it's just nonstop, nonstop. She totally forgot that I was on the ride until <laughs> she was clocking. She was like putting up all of her stuff like in the office or whatever. And they were like, why is Grease Lightning still on? She was like, oh, my nephew's on it. <laughs> went to go get it. <laughs> we we like- still talk about that to this day. Where I was like, I hate this ride. I'm done with this stupid ride. Get me off of it. <laughs> it was, it was, it's fun to laugh about now. But after a while, you're like, is this my life now? <laughs> Am I forever on this roller coaster? <laughs> My favorite ride of all time is in Dallas at Six Flags. I'm a shockwave girl all day. Mm. I'm not uh, familiar with the shockwave. It's just a, a traditional double loop. Okay, that's I spent so much time on it as a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. I love roller coasters all day long. I can ride them. We were supposed to go this summer with, uh, so we've got a friend that lives near um, Theater Point, that one that has like the one that does the super tall roller coaster that goes down into the, the. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's where all the, the Peanuts kids are instead of like uh, superheroes. It's the Peanuts. Mm-hmm. Kids. Oh, yeah. Right? Super yeah. place. But uh, we, we were going to go, I think, July 4th. Of course, that did not work. No. Stupid Corona. God, stupid Corona. Messing up our lives. Ugh, the worst. It is the worst. No. See, I'm not, I've, I've never been a big amusement park person. I'm just not big into it. I didn't have any near me growing up in, you know. Yeah. We had either a place up in Green Bay or a place south of Milwaukee. And it's the one in Green Bay is okay, but it's like a handful of rides and that's it. And then uh, why would you want to go to south of Milwaukee? There's nothing south of Milwaukee. Nothing good, at least. If Illinois- <laughs> did you have county fairs when you guys grew up? Oh, we did, but like my dad's not a big crowd person for the his whole you know veteran thing. It doesn't do well in crowds, and so I was, 
we just never really went to that kind of stuff. It's not his, not, he doesn't feel comfortable in them. So we just didn't go. So I was never, I was never really exposed to it. Um, and so since I never really had that background in amusement park stuff, I just never felt I'll go to like county fairs, but like I just never, like, I don't really want to do the rides because it's like, okay, cool. I just, I, I don't, I just don't like them. I don't know. I was having these, like, these weird fears of like, you know, Carney Joe messing up and now I'm dead on a train. I don't know. It'd be weird. I mean, it's happened. It's not like, yep. un- not impossible. Yeah, no, not a decent park person. Wah, wah. Yeah. On that, uh, that new Impractical Jokers uh, show, I can't remember. It's called like The Misery Machine. They watch all of these crazy videos and then the contestants vote on how bad it is on a scale of whatever, according yeah. to like a consensus. But uh, for, they've been advertising the new uh, season, which starts on October 30th. And um, one of the clips is a carny ride, and it's like a whole bunch of people sitting, their legs are dangling or whatever, and they've got like the harness in front of them, and it's like this circle deal. I don't know. Well, like one of the cages open, and it's going like really fast, and they all like (laughs) fly out of it. Oh no! Yeah, and everybody's freaking out. So like, Q from Impractical Jokers is like. What do you guys expect for some inbred carny? <laughs> like, that was going to work? <laughs> like, are you surprised at this? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I'm not big on, like, the carnival stuff. No. Um, I know, like, the they always have carnivals in, at Guns Point, Greens Point Mall. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. All the time. So I'm like, no, there's no way I'd want to go there. No. Speaking of. They had like so all the stuff from Louisiana that's going on. So carnivals or Guns Point, Greens Point. There's two Greens different. Point. Okay. <laughs> I was watching the news, right? And this poor family is like leaving Louisiana because of everything that's going on, which is horrible. They end up staying in a hotel in Greens Point, and they wake up and their truck is stolen. Like it's this big souped-up truck. It's beautiful truck. <laughs> I'm like. Nobody told you to leave? Like, what are you doing? Nobody stays at Greens Point. So you know that they were out of uh, the towners. Poor, I mean, they can't get a break, these guys. Hopefully they, they got their truck back. But, um, you, you check into a hotel motel in Greens Point, even the counter person, like, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> get yeah. out. Like something from a horror film, get out now. <laughs> you don't want to be here. And that's your Greens Point News for October 12th, 2020. How would you describe Greens Point to someone who's not from the Houston area or been to the Houston area? How would you describe it? Yeah, I've had a hard time describing Greens Point. Those are my Wisconsin friends, and they just don't seem to pick it up. Don't go. Just don't go. Yeah. <laughs> just don't go. Don't, don't so, go to the Greens Point Mall. Like a workout place in it now, right? It's just a workout place in the whole mall. Oh, yeah, there is, like, a Planet Fitness. <laughs> like, the entire mall is a Planet Fitness. <laughs> Which makes sense, because membership is only $10. So, no big deal. It's like a daycare center for, like, parents. <laughs> I would pay $10 a month for this business. You go work out for eight hours, we'll go pick you up after work. <laughs> Got, like, these small little babies all over the place. <laughs> it was going, oh, well, well. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Yo. Give me two fingers of milk. <laughs> hey, hey, two shakes of protein powder. <laughs> right on. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
All right, we have any events coming up this week? This is weird without Mark. I forget all the things that we talk about. Comics. Because I don't think there's any events other than... No. Typical election. Well, I'm looking here. uh, Something about The Matrix 4? Do you guys hear anything about The Matrix 4? Oh. The release date for it. They tried to bump it up a little bit. Hmm. I didn't even know that they were coming out with a Matrix 4. Yeah, no. Oh, it was supposed to come out the same exact time as... They were going to have the same release date as uh, John Wick 4. I don't know what oh, they're going to... Oh, yes! Yes, I remember this now. Yes. We're going to have John Wick Day. I was still hoping for that to happen, beyond hope. I would really like that to happen. Just, like, have that be the day when we all come out of our houses. Out of our crystals houses. And that's what we go do all together. Everyone goes to the movies and celebrates John Wick. <laughs> is Keanu Do we know? What happened? Do we know if Keanu is going to be in Matrix Four? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. It keeps, it keeps saying, like it doesn't. It doesn't even have his name in this whole article, which is weird. Yeah. Jessica Henwick. I don't know. No. Okay. Uh, it went from April 2022 to December 22nd, 2021. Oh, wow. wow. The, yeah, it says it was in the middle of the shooting when the pandemic hit, but they were a decent way through the production. So I guess they're pushing it up because they're like, yo, we've had time to finish it. Stars Keanu Reeves. There he is, finally, out of this whole two-page thing. Right on. So, yeah, December 2021, a Matrix 4. Ah, yes, the best Christmas movie of them all, Matrix 4. Did you guys get to watch? I think I saw that it had posted, but I didn't get to watch it yet. That they had a big, uh, Boom had a big uh, panel with Keanu about Berserker. I saw that, but I didn't get to watch it. I think it was at New York Con. I think they did this last week. Yes. Did you watch it? Now it's on my. I'm definitely gonna watch it because I I want to know as much as I can. It's I don't know what to order for that book. I'm I'm glad we still have at least one more week to think about it. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. I wonder if this character knows kung fu. Okay. He knows how to break you. That's about it. Berserker. Uh, will he sing the Berserker song from uh, Clerks? <laughs> 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 Finally, right here for that. You what? Oh yeah, you do. Right on. Headbang. So, do you know what the deal is between Marvel and Fortnite, and what's going on with all this jazz? Why are we getting all these Fortnite covers? Is it because like they're adding Fortnite characters to or Marvel characters to Fortnite? I'm guessing because they had Deadpool for a long time. Yeah, I know. Back when Endgame came out, I think Thanos was in Fortnite for a while, a proper update. I think they're adding a whole bunch of Marvel characters to whatever part of Fortnite they're on right now, whatever season. Or I think Captain Captain America's supposed to be slated. I've I've seen Captain America. I've seen Wolverine. I think I've seen Captain Marvel. I guess. Um, say, granted, mm-hmm. I don't play this game, so I'm kind of just going off of what I've seen off the internet. Um, but I think because of that partnership. Marvel's now doing those Fortnite covers as kind of their assistance with it, I guess. I mean, it's kind of cool. I don't 
because I don't play Fortnite, I don't recognize the characters when I see them on the cover. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it looks like, um, yeah, they're dropping Daredevil is going to be a new one. And it's called Fortnite, the Marvel Knockout Super Series. It looks like. And then let's see. It says four cups will build up to a final. So I guess they're doing a big tournament. It's like a million dollar tournament. Holy cow. As wow. an bonus, any player who participates in all four cups will receive exclusive stuff. Uh, the, the kickoff is October 14th, 2020. All right. Two days from now. So Fortnite Cup 1, the Daredevil Cup is what it's called. Hmm. Now, I don't know. All the, and it's got official rules and everything. That's wow. kind of rocking. So that makes sense. Because I'm like, what are all these Fortnite covers doing? Four cups. Number one, and Daredevil. So for all you Fortnite yeah. fans out there. That one you can't see. Also, you're going to get canceled the third week doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're just playing on a blackout screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to go off of sound, and then every now and then there's a big building in your way. Perfect. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, October is Blindness Awareness Month. So That's make sure you cool. say that you're wearing your ribbon. What color? I don't know. I just I made the joke. Yeah. <laughs> I made the joke three times now. Hey Chaz, can you do that in sign language for me so I can actually see? Uh, I can understand it. It's a blind person. No, can't do that. Wait, what? I'm drawing, man. That was actually pretty funny. Wow, I like a surprise, which it was. Um, so have you guys seen the news about like Charlie? Like, uh, stuff about Charlie Cox uh, potentially coming back as Daredevil. No, no. I apparently, I've seen like I've seen some things where they're saying uh, Marvel's in talks with him for him to reprise the role of Daredevil in like actual Marvel content instead of Netflix Marvel content, which is still Marvel content. I don't know. It's good. I, I, I liked him. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought he was great, Daredevil. And if they would do that, that'd be cool because, I mean, they're already doing it basically just on the flip side with Wanda, WandaVision. Yeah. And with Falcon and Winter Soldier, I mean, why wouldn't you take those established characters already? And, oh, totally. Yeah, you know, that's why I think everybody was so up in arms about um, Grant Gustin as far as The Flash when Justice League filmed. Everybody was like, why don't you get Grant? He's already The Flash. He's been the Flash forever. Like, just get him. Yeah. Well, we want a nobody. Well, guess what? He's kind of a nobody. I mean, he's the Flash, so just get him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it was pretty cool when they they had the two together on uh, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah. The crossover, the CW crossover, where they had the movie Flash. Um, I forget his name. It starts with an E, right? Anyway, he shows up in the... And the CW show, and they meet each other, which was pretty cool. Ezra, Ezra Miller. Okay. Yeah, Ezra Miller. Yep, 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 yep. Somebody listening to this later on this week is going, Ezra Miller. I hate you. It's Ezra like, Miller. No, it is. Say the name. It's literally called Nerd News. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. See, if we knew useless facts like that, would be geek news now, not nerd news now. Come on. Right. Okay, yeah. Big point of contention, because I've apparently gotten this argument before. 
would you rather be called a nerd or a geek? I mean, so this is what has a more negative connotation, nerd or geek? Uh, I think geek does. I think so too. Jen? But depending on who you ask, it's like, no, no, I'd rather be called a geek than a nerd. Nerd was always the more derogatory of the two when I was growing up. I'm like, okay, grandpa, back down. Okay, boomer. Geek to me seems like a very dated term. Yeah. Like if I'd be a geek, I'd be like, all right, grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, geeks are um, Gary Gygax and his friends when they first made D&D. Nerds are the more general popularized version of that now. It's like, yeah, okay, we're not sitting in, our, you know, in, in the dark making a board game that only we understand we're going to make rules to eventually, I guess. We're actually playing with those rules that have been established for many years. God, I sound stupid, super nerdy. <laughs> You're such a nerd, Tyrick. God, what do you think this is? Geek news now? Fucking nerd. Geek news. <laughs> so yeah. you, oh. so that's behind you, uh, Jerk. Do you have, have you put like Chaz's face on it yet? On the what? On the ghost that's up behind you. <laughs> oh. Okay, so um, I hate this thing. I, I hate this thing so much. You um, was that? Why? Because you keep hitting it with your yeah. face? I'm a giant, so whenever I, like, go to, like, if I'm leaning against the counter right over here, it's, uh, all this is one good, like, bump away from it doing its laughing, screaming, horrible noise that it makes. Oh, I um, didn't know it was motion-censored. It's motion, I think it's sound, I don't know what it is, but, like, if I, like, clap, I'm sure I can make it work. You know what's funny? Like... Wait, wait. It goes on entirely too long than it should. Like, that is unnecessarily long for, like, a jump scare thing. Like, that's a solid half a minute, almost a minute of my life just waiting for this thing to stop. And I hate it every time it goes off on accident. You know what's funny? Like, uh, on Wednesday, those were up, and they didn't go off not one time the entire time I worked. Yeah. Uh, so like uh, this time last year, we had that. There's those like those hand grabber bowls of candy, right? Yeah. The front door by the window, and I'm up here closing by myself, probably on a Monday. It's about this time. It's dark, and uh, I'm sitting here counting the drawer, and uh, this thing, because I'm the only one in here, goes off, and it's it's a very audible whoop <laughs> type noise, and I'm here by myself, like, oh my god, what the hell just happened? What's <laughs> door oh man i hate this time of year in retail this is the word I, 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 mm. do you really i i love this time of year but i hate stupid gimmicky things like that man, people try to scare me all the time my kids she'll try to scare me and sorry this just, is going on. hey now you can go your kid tries yeah. to scare me. yeah i mean my kid tries to scare me all the time i mean people try to i i, I you know, if something goes off or what, like, I'm not, I don't get scared. I don't get, like, I'm, I'm not that guy. No. I'm the guy, like, in the haunted house, like, they all want me to go first because, I, I like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I like it. Like, like it, insides, my insides get all excited and whatnot. But other than that, I'm just like, I'm not there, like, oh, my God. No. And, like, I don't flinch. I'm not a big flincher either. But, um... I guess it's good in case, you know, there's like an intruder in here with a gun. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's bad. Maybe you should flinch if somebody has a gun. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. But, uh, <laughs> See, like, I, don't, 
Easy. <laughs> See, I'm not nor I don't, I don't get like I don't want to say I don't get scared easily, but like stuff like it's it's more just the un when it's when you're unaware it's there behind you or it's gonna go off with a simple touch or like hey man there's no reason why this machine should be going off the way it is when it's like it's motion censored uh oh what the hell's happening um right. but yeah no dude I, mm, that <laughs> that is what I don't like about this it's so so why I have a friend who has a comic book store in uh, Arizona. Yeah, that is haunted by a little girl that looks like Shirley Temple. Terrifying. Has this curly, curly hair? It, it's so funny that uh, I mean they've caught her on uh, film, but they'll she won't do anything for a long time, and then they'll come in to work, and like I don't know how she chooses what she chooses, but uh, one time it was like everything that was Lady Death related was on the floor. Another really? time, all the statues were out of the case and on the floor. <laughs> and there was murder written blood on the windows you know no. normal things that happen every that's scary she just she's just she's up to shenanigans all the time i don't know if i could handle that that level of poltergeist <laughs> sometimes i wish I, I was able to you know what i mean like if i could like communicate or see ghosts or whatever like i think that would be cool but then i saw that ricky gervais movie where, like, all the ghosts were, like, he could see us and talk to us, and, like, they wouldn't leave him alone. I'm like, well, maybe I don't want to. Maybe yeah. I, don't, I don't want that burden. But um, I don't think I've ever... Um, you guys ever experienced anything spooky, spooky? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Right yeah. on. Yeah. When I was growing up, uh, my room backed up to our front porch. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother and I, all all through our childhood, call we always said that there were, there was George the bathroom ghost, which was weird to us because we never had anything spooky happening in the bathroom. We don't know why we called him the George the bathroom ghost because he was on the porch. But yeah. um, but I would uh, I'd hear someone hammering, fixing something on the porch. Like all my childhood, I, I'd hear that random times of the day, fixing something on the porch. You go look out the front door. There's nobody on the porch, and. Huh. Uh, it was just like me being silly but uh i went when i went back home uh from college i was home alone and i heard the hammering on the front porch like something was being fixed and then i heard the front door we had two doors one big heavy glass door with glass stained glass in it and the outer door that was just like this clear clear door that you could like have that just open by itself we heard the I heard the front door open and then the big heavy door open and close. And I went out to go see who it was because we didn't use our front door ever. It yeah. always locked. We'd use the garage door all the time. And so I was kind of like, why in the world would anyone come in the front door? And uh, of course, when I went out, the front door was locked and there was nobody else at home but me. So it was like, hi, George, how you doing? Because they're oh. never, never scary. Just always like these weird noise you didn't understand and i always felt like that was just like a residual haunt like it wasn't interacting with anybody it was just doing its everyday stuff it was something on the porch and then coming in that's all i was doing Hmm. right on yeah i've tried to explain it as an adult but i have no reasonable explanation for what it was no So I grew up in uh, the, the general Seattle area, right? So uh, Washington State, it gets really foggy in the morning. I, I'm, I'm walking to school one of these days, and by myself, it's really early. I don't know why I'd be there. And my school's at the bottom of this hill, and there's, at the top of this hill, there's this little, like, uh, like neighborhood park. 
Mm-hmm. I'm walking around, and there's I, I can clear as day uh, see that there is like a big old str- like like one of those lamps, like like a, like a street lamp on the ground in this park. And I walk, I, I distinctly remember walking up to it and like touching it as it's there. And it's still on and everything. I can see where it was like knocked out of the ground and everything, or like it should have been. And I look over as I look. I remember looking back towards the sidewalk t- down the hill towards the school, and there is like this. There was someone just far enough away into the fog. You didn't really make out anything besides like this, almost like a silhouette. And then I remember, I, I remember them turning and going down the hill. And then me being me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to school anyway. I go to the t- I go to the top of the hill to the, go to the bottom, go go there, and there's no one there. And like, I tried telling this to like teachers, and then um, I remember being like talked to by the police later that day. Oh. And- because I told like, yeah, there's a street light down in the park, and like, oh, that's not good. So they called the police, and then they're talking to me, and they swear. And I even on my way back, there was no street; everything was perfectly fine, no street light down. And so, like, it's really I've tried to explain this. I don't know if maybe I was like tired, I wasn't fully awake, but even then, I was walking for like a good solid 15 minutes beforehand, so I should have been awake. It was just one of those super weird coincidences. And then I I, I remember another mo another time. Once again, walking in that same general area, there's this big, almost like, um, I don't know, like, almost like the size of a bear kind of like thing moving through the the fog and the mist on the opposite of the street. And it just went further. And that was all I saw of it. And like, I don't know, man. Fog is weird. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of, it's, it's a, like King likes using that a lot. <laughs> there's a reason it gets used all the time in horror stuff, too. And then there's another time recently, I was back in my old house. And I'm the only one there, and I live on the second floor. It's an old house. You can hear everyone who's going through it. I lived with six other guys at that point. Um, at one point, I'm, I, I, I have a friend over, and we clear as day hear someone walking on the third floor. And we would know if anyone would come into this house. It, it's, it, the doors are that loud when they close, all this. And it was just, okay, that's, that's enough for today. We're going to close the door and see ya. If we die, we die. That's it. And, yeah. <laughs> You don't you don't go any further than that because uh, that's that's how you die in horror movies. Either you go and investigate and you die that way, or you stay in your room and you die, and that felt more comfortable. You read the die in your room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, you got all the spooky things going on. Spooky. The only thing I've actually uh, experienced was um, I was going to school in Colorado, and I was making my way to Houston for the holidays, and I. Usually stayed off in like in Oklahoma, and I found like this. And I'm usually staying like a Holiday Inn or Marriott or something, but um, super tired. Found this rest, uh, this place to lay my head or whatever. It was just I don't know, like a mom and pop joint. I'm in bed, watch a TV, sleepy. Turn it off, go to sleep, wake up. Uh, I'm, I'm being awakened because the TV's on, but the volume is loud. Like, super loud. So I turn it down, turn it off. Wakes me up again. Same thing. Loud volume. And then I had woken up, you know, turn it off, wake up, and it's, like, changing channels. And I'm like, so the last time, like, it happened, like, four times or so. The last time I'm just like, quit it! Just stop! And it didn't turn on again, which is weird. So I don't know, maybe it was just, like, the people in the front going, we're going to mess with this boy and that. Uh, which is totally possible, but it was just like, and I was so tired that I wasn't even scared. I'm just like, stop, just stop, just leave me the hell alone. Just let me sleep, man. Yeah. 
that's the only that's the only time I had anything I guess um, crazy happen to me. Yeah. But uh, I wish I had cooler stories. Horror film that part. <laughs> What's up? That's totally straight out of a horror film. That that kind of story. I know, right? Yeah, it was like in this like one horse town and all that jazz. So who knows? One of those situations where traveler comes into town, stays at the inn, and then they slowly go crazy as more and more stuff happens to the point where they end up dying because it turns out the townspeople sacrifice out of towners to keep the crops alive. And they do that by making them think they're going crazy. I gotta write this down. Where's Stephen King when I need him? Uh, the AWA upshot book uh, hotel. Mm, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that has a voice in it where it's like that's super creepy. I read the I read part of the first one. I don't remember. I think I was reading part of it at the shop, and then we had gotten busy where I couldn't get back to it. But uh, I remember it having potential, and I just never picked it back up again, and I'm not sure why. Yeah. But I did pick up. Uh, I did read the creepy book most recently with JFK on the front. What was oh, yeah. Is that Ministry of Truth? Is that the one? No, I think it's called The Department. Department, okay. Something like yeah. that. I actually picked up the uh, Lee Harvey Oswald cover, which was pretty cool. Hmm. Got my hands on that. Um, it, it was kind of eerie reading it because it's like the interrogation of Lee Harvey Oswald at, 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 at the very front. And it, it felt like I was reading something I wasn't supposed to be. Like, it was like secret files. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should be reading this. But then it jumped off into present day. And um, it's a pretty interesting book. I think, you know, it's not superheroes. It's not what I normally like. But I think I'm going to pick up number two for sure. Because it's um, crime drama. Nice. Next on crime drama. More drama with crime. And cops. And coffee and drama on crab drama. <laughs> All right, Tom. Wait, how <laughs> Tell them, Steve, Dave. Right. Dave. So, new comics that are coming out this week, Miss Jen. What are we excited for? Uh, well, there's Commanders in Crisis, which I cannot remember what it's about. It's an image book, but I can't remember what the premise is. That, uh, uh, the last survivors of the multiverse live among us under new superhero uh, superheroic identities. Five survivors are do uh, of doomed worlds, taking a second chance to ensure our world lives on. Oh, that's kind of interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah. I ordered. I ordered pretty heavy on it because I knew that I liked whatever I read, but I just couldn't remember it. The yeah. thing I read about weirdly because I. It's one of those things that sounds like it's going to be horrible and it's probably going to be awesome. Is the dying Namite number one? <laughs> you know what, um, Bill? I, I I remember seeing this on the order, but I don't remember seeing it. Usually, like I'll look up for the show, I'll grab covers for books, especially number ones that are coming out, and I don't remember finding die Namite number one. You gotta say it. You gotta, I don't think you look for the right thing. You look for die dynamite. Oh, that's a, number one. That's right. Die. Yeah, that's what happened. All the dynamite characters are zombies. Nice. I mean, what's not to love? 
Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I definitely didn't pick that one up at all. I mean, we like I said, we have it at the shop, but I couldn't find the cover for it for the shoe. So that's cool. So of course, zombies are really big right now. Obviously, The Walking Dead. <laughs> Just gonna say The Walking Dead in general. Right. Uh, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. 850's coming out, which should be a pretty big book. True Lies, Fabulous Killjoys, National Anthem. Mm. Was that so, all the title? What's that? Our title, True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys, National Anthem, number one. That's no, it. No lie. It almost runs it all the way off the page. <laughs> it should. Fame uh, one and... Oh, Villainous. I was excited about this one. That's a Mad Cave book. I'm not seeing that either. Did we get that? Oh, my brain. Villainous number one. Tilly, one of the newest super-powered people to join the Coalition of Heroes, is doing the best to navigate dizzying world of superheroes. Oh, that kind of looks cool. She looks cool. Yeah. She pretty much looks cool. We so if... Uh-oh. We uh -huh. live. Oh, yeah, we live. That is going to be, uh, I think, is going to be uh, pretty awesome. Yes. That one. What's that one? Little, uh, snot, little uh, plot preview for us, if you will. It's uh, the year 2084, and the world has changed. Uh, racked by calamities and crawling with monsters, the last remaining human face, uh, the last remaining... Rain the last remaining humans face a dangerous existence and now the earth has been sent a message from the deepest deepest reaches of space mm. oh right on so it's, it's, it's a documentary perfect yeah i know right a dark countdown to the extinction of all humanity and on the cover there's like a girl and like kind of looks like rocket raccoon but it's a little boy and like like a raccoon costume, but like a space raccoon. Very cute. So like Rocket Raccoon, but a boy. But wait. No, it's a boy dressed. Like, it looks like a boy that dressed up for Rocket Raccoon for Halloween and just left his costume on. Okay, making sure. But it would be Rocket Raccoon to twenty ninety nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> right on. We'll get the Ten of Swords Handbook, which probably will have something spectacular in it. Like all these things, you're like, well, I don't want to order that because that sounds just like a throwaway book. And then it'll have like first appearance of blah blah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Just and like X Force fourteen or whatever last week that everyone's like keeps on messaging me for. What happened with X Force fourteen? It had the first appearance of some baddie on the front cover. I don't remember that. Oh, right on. Well, that's cool. We sold out of it anyway, so I can't get my my bits on it. Not that I would want to. Hey, -oh. I'm not doing any of the the ten. Are you reading the Ten of Swords at all, Jim? Yeah, I'm reading through it. I I like it because it's just the continuation of Hickman's story that was in the the house and Powers Run. Oh, right on. See, and again, you know, I've got to say that's uh, that's not my X Men. So. I, I, I'm disappointed that I'm not reading all this stuff because I love the X-Men, but I'm not so disappointed because I'm seeing all the books that have been coming out and all the ch -ch 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 scratch that you would have to lay down. Just wait. 
wait, wait until they put it in trade and enjoy it all as one big binge. Yeah. There you go. I like the way you think. You've so, done this before, Jen. Once or twice. <laughs> I can't I'll wait. So I, I have to read the lobbies. Actually, it's so funny that there's, I don't know if you guys have recognized this, but there are a bunch of people in the industry that really hate it when people call them floppies. What is wrong with floppies? Or like it degenerates the, the medium. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> it's, it's funny. funny. It's fun to what, say. What are you reading? I'm reading the floppies. Yeah, you are. Read the floppies. I'm a floppy. Listen here, guy. I heard you got some floppies around here. Hey, so we uh, we confiscated ten floppies out of your car. What do you got to say about that, bugs? Huh? <laughs> All right. So if they were to pick um, two books this week, like must-haves, what would your two books be? Which two floppies, Jen? Which two floppies? Yeah. They can only flop. Um, two um, <laughs> like I, I really do want to read Dynamite. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the the uh, I'm interested in reading. Jarek, do you do you have uh, input on any two? Um, oh, new titles? No, if, no, not not really. No, um, nothing really stood out too much for me, honestly. Right on, right on, right on. What people should read though is find the trade paperback of A Walk Through Hell. Oh, yeah. You should. Oh, uh, especially this time of year. Oh. Mm -hmm. It will mess with your brain so hardcore. I, I remember I was working a Friday night. There was not much going on besides like magic players just playing magic like, like they do. And so he had like issues one through four and then six through ten. Because like five or five was the whichever one was the hard to find one because of like what it had inside of it. It was sold out immediately. And so I read I read as much of it as I could. Had to read that one online that I finished the series here in store. I was just like afterwards, I didn't want to talk to anybody because I just felt so like I don't want to say like disheartened. I kind of felt a little dirty because everything that was going on, and it was just like, oh man, I'm I, I I was really good to read, but I feel like I need to go and just be by myself for a bit. Kind of like when you watch Joker for the first time, where it's just like that was really good. I cannot argue that that was bad because it was really good, but I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Most disturbing image for me in that whole series is, uh, and I think they actually put it on a cover, and you don't know what you're looking at until after you finish the book, and then it makes you sick to your stomach. Is like the little kid's jacket hanging on the mailbox. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> was that kind of like a? Um, I feel like the shiver. Oh. Was that kind of like a Carol to smell the flowers? To smell the flowers. Was that kind of like the same thing? Uh, or you, Chaz, you have to read it. No, this one I think you would really like, Chaz. And uh, it's, it, uh, it's, it's not in the same vein. as It's not as merciful as just look at the flowers. It's more of a, uh, I don't know. It's its own creature. It's a, it's a definitely, it's, it gets deep into your psyche. Yeah, it's going to make you question a lot of things about a lot of things. I like questions. I also like answers. And with the answer, some <laughs> of them. Right on. Cool, man. Anything else to note? Nah, I think we've gone the whole gamut today. Wait, was this supposed to be taking notes? Ah. Yeah, there's gonna be a test. 
Oh, man. Cool, man. Uh, you guys uh, have anything going on at the shops that people should know about this week? Mm-hmm. No? No. Can Don't we have spooky, spooky specters, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess we have that going on. Yeah, we have our <laughs> contest going on this Saturday, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, spooky specters. It's all be about like ghosts and uh, ghasts and banshees, all kind of fun spectral fun stuff like like Jen has hammering in the side of the parental's home. Um, yeah. That'd be cool. Voting starts on Saturday, goes from 11 till about 9 o'clock, and all the drop-offs are anytime this week until Friday night. So uh, I'm excited to see what all comes into that because I am not painting a model this time because I have, I feel dead inside after my last one. Um in a good way. It's more of like a very accomplished. It's so good. <laughs> it's like a, I don't know if anything I can do right now will top of that as I look at it in the display case right now. Um, but no, I'm, I'm interested to see what we get. Should be fun. Also, I don't like doing back-to-back victories because I, I run the thing too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he also counts the ballots. <laughs> hey, I do that out in the open. Anyone can judge it at any time. <laughs> I'm curious. I, 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 it might as well be you. Yeah, I also do like. Uh, I, I always point someone out where I'm like, "Hey, this is what it feels like to be an American voting." As I dump the, as I dump the counted ballots into the, into the garbage, it's great. Yeah, that's very that's very true. I was there when you did that. It was actually pretty funny. <laughs> cool, man. Um, yeah, is that it? Are we done? I think that's all. That's all she wrote. Cool. So weird when Mark's not here. I know. He's he, drawing. He's, he makes <laughs> things sing, everything seem so easy, as if like he prepares like in advance or something weird. It's like he's the showrunner and the producer all at once, and he kind of what he needs to do. Well, I I just gotta say, like I appreciate everything he does, but absolutely, I just yeah, I just Google things. Yeah. I'm not gonna show you all of it. So let's see. What do we get? It's not done yet. Is that Freddy Krueger? Uh, yeah. Now, uh, go home. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Thank you for watching Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by the Adventure Begins Comics and Games, the Space Cadets Collection. Collection. Check out our other shows on Woodlands Online, like the best you, Woodland House and Home, Cooking Off the Cuff with Chef Wayne, The Adventure Begins Show, starring Chaz and Jarek, Texas Storytellers, Purple Politics, and Between the Trees Business Talk. Just to name very few. Buy our shirts. Yeah, we do have shirts, man. You want to talk about the shirts? Cool. So we have a limited time, limited edition prints. It's a Halloween Chaz and Jarek shirt. There's only 50 of these bad boys made. It's going to be a cool uh, Wear Chaz and Frank and Jarek shirt. You get them in two different color varieties, red and orange or blue and green. Head on over to shop.theadventurebegins.tx or call us and come in store to order them now. Uh, unfortunately, I think 2XL is currently all sold out and a lot of the other ones are going by fast. So you want to make sure you get your shirts. It's only like 30 bucks. You can't go wrong for a limited edition. Wear Chaz and Frank and Jarek t-shirt. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, the Adventure Begins t-shirt. Uh, the Adventure Begins show t-shirt. Uh, the artwork was done by Flynn Frazier on Bad Moon Studios. He is the artist for The Misfits, Motorhead, Hellstorm, Ghoultown, yep. Metallica. He worked on Batman 75. Did some uh, Helped out with The Death of Superman. And he also happens to be my uncle. So uh, <laughs> big shout out to Flynn. For yeah. making that happen, for sure. So, yeah, 
do all the things at Jerks. If you want to check them out, just go to any of the Facebook pages or our personal page and find it in the banner and all that jazz. Simple as that? Yeah. We also have live and on-demand CISD football, live most Thursdays, Fridays, and only some Saturdays, gang. You can watch all of these on Woodlands Online and our partner station, KVQT HD 21, over the air or on your TV. Cell phones, too, maybe. Ooh. Uh, all these shows and more on Roku for me and for you right now. Search and add Woodlands Online TV. I've done that. To stream all of these cool lineups. Just now you can listen to our podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Woodlands Online TV, not the Woodlands Online TV. I've done that. You're going to find a lot of weird things. Yeah, it's just Woodlands Online TV to stream your lineup. Now you can listen to our podcast show on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and a Google Podcast. Oh, wow. Thanks, Jarek, for being on the show. Say goodbye, Jarek. Thank you, Jarek, for hosting the show. Miss Jenny showed up. Thank you. What do I always have to host? <laughs> Thanks, Miss Jen, for being awesome. And I'm Chaz. And that's it, man. So we'll leave you with these fine words. See ya. <laughs> See you there. Uh, oh, there it is. That was a weird lead-in. Okay, I'll...